0: Hi, this is Tim Golden of the Motown Philly Podcast, here asking you an important question. Are you a woman survivor of childhood sexual abuse? If so, your voice is your strength and your healing journey starts now. Broken to Blessed, hosted by Michelle Hall, is the podcast designed specifically to serve you. Tune in to witness the remarkable transformation as survivors share how they reclaim their lives through the power of their voices. This podcast is your safe space to find your voice and thrive. Explore real stories of resilience, growth, and empowerment and discover how your voice can be the key to unlocking your healing journey. Ready to rewrite your story? Subscribe today to Broken to Blessed with Michelle Hall, On your favorite podcast platform, including Apple, Google, Spotify, and iHeartRadio. Broken to Blessed, where your voice transforms your story and paves the way to a life of empowerment. And remember, life can get better. You just have to do the work. Hello and welcome to Season 2, Episode 14 of the Motown Philly Podcast. I'm Tim Golden, your co-host. here with my co-host.
1: What's going on, guys? It's your boy, Jason Hall. What up, though?
0: Jason Hall, the Motown of Motown Philly from the beautiful Motor City, Detroit, Michigan. Your boy, Tim Golden, here from the city of brotherly love. I, where I'm from ain't where I'm at, where, I, where I'm at is Walla Walla Washington and where Jason is at is Bluff City, Memphis, Tennessee, mm-hmm. but the wonderful world of technology enables us to traverse time and space and defy the restrictions of physics and come together in this wonderful community that we have here at Motown Philly where we are about communication, connection, and community, and we are also about gratitude. Jay, man, drop the gratitude game on people, man. Tell them how thankful we are for everything that we got going, man, especially all of those wonderful, dope, stupendous listeners we have, man.
1: Talk about it, Jay. Gratitude first starts with you guys. So gratitude game always you. Thank you, each and every one of you guys who are listening, who rock with us. Shout out to all of y'all. Shout out to the day one. Shout out to those who are new coming into this space and listening to conversations that Tim and I have. We are entirely grateful for each and every one of you and also the shares that you send to others as we give and talk about these topics that resonate with you, in your spirit, and you share those to other individuals that it might affect and help them understand and bring a new perspective. Tim and I, we always counted. How do we say Tim? We always counted not, not as something we have to do, but we we counted it as something that we get to do to hop on here and get on these podcasting airways and to share some of the things that help helps us, Tim and I, get unlocked, if you will. And it starts with communication, connection, and community. And Tim and I, as we speak and as we talk, <clears throat> excuse me, guys. as we speak and as we talk, Tim, we like to live out a lot of the principles, or the principles that we talk about in real life, in real time. Tim and I, we have these conversations. We've been having these conversations for years, and we wanted to be able to share these conversations with you and having the opportunity each and every week as this podcast comes out, we are so grateful. You guys are the gift, the gift of this podcast that we get to come on this platform and share with you guys and help to change you guys and give you a positive and inspirational boost to life and understanding and perspective. Let's communicate better. Let's continue to like Connect better for our community, and we're so appreciative. We're grateful. Yes,
0: we are grateful. Thank you, Jay, for that gratitude moment, and thanks to all of you for listening. Hey, listen, y'all—it's the holiday season. Just imagine some some freshly baked Christmas cookies on the counter and, and some hot chocolate. You know, Jay's from Michigan. I'm from Pennsylvania. It's it cold up there imagine what it would be like to get together and sit down over some hot cocoa and some Christmas cookies and just have a fireside chat. And that's what we're here for this week and and next week. And, you know, Jason, we're in the holiday season and, and the holiday season means a lot of things to a lot of different people. There probably are as many ways to well, there probably are as many meanings to the holiday season as there are people who experience them. One of the things we've always talked about here at Motown Philly Jason is how inevitably we see things from a certain point of view. The philosopher Gadamer, Hans Gadamer called it a horizon. We each have an horizon from which we see the world and from which we see the holidays and the holidays tries to communicate a message of cheer and happiness and and joy and it doesn't everybody doesn't experience the holiday in that way and that is something that I think we'd like to explore today is the gap between what the holidays are supposed to represent culturally what is supposed to be a cultural expression of, of joy and so forth and and for instance we say Merry Christmas and for some people Christmas isn't merry and we say happy New year and for some people the new year isn't happy because it means that, things that got them down this year will continue to get them down or you know so we have all these different ways to interpret the holidays and what I wanted to talk about what we wanted to talk about today is how the holidays affect us how they affect our communication how they affect our connection and how they affect our community Uh, for good or for bad I know for me Jason the holidays have historically been a challenge for me because my birthday, which is December 20th, is also the day that my mother died. Right? My mother Mm -hmm. died on her birthday, and that's just five days before Christmas. But even before my mother's death, um, the holiday season sort of represented a time of great anxiety for me because... I was married and I almost knew it was time for my spouse's yearly assessment of where she was in her life and mm-hmm. that the assessment of where she was was typically a place of discontent and almost all of her discontent was directed at me because I was the reason why she was not happy. So I've had a hard time with the holidays, but this year, not so much. This year, I felt really good. And it's because I think I've done so much inner work through therapy that I've learned to live from the inside out with joy rather than from the outside in with happiness. In other words, rather than expecting good things or believing or, or, conditioning my uh, my mood on things that are happening to me, I sort of condition the world around me based on a sense of gratitude that comes from within. So, Jay, talk about it, man. What, what of the holidays? I mean, what do you think about the malaise that? some folks go into around the holidays and, and how 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 that affects us.
1: Talk a little bit about that. You know, I think about what you were saying when it comes to like the holiday perspective because it is like the holidays and the whole culture of of Christmas and Tim and I want to be careful. We're not being, bi- we don't want to be bah bi- humbug um, and that's not what this is. We we want to give a healthy perspective of everything. Like when you think about Christmas, you think about joy. It gives us the music. It helps us feel good. We do all these things that are very nostalgic, very you know heartwarming, or that should be because you know maybe we grew up in a certain household where these types of Christmas and seasonal and holiday activities. They were prevalent, and we saw them, and we felt them. Regardless of whatever types of things that had going on in the house or were going on in the house or did, you know, or will be going on in the house, it seems like we, the world, our culture, takes a break, if you will, in order to sit in this thing called holiday delight, you know? And this holiday delight is is an outward, mostly, projection of let's feel good, let's 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 be familial, let's do seasonal things, festive things. There's a brightness to that. And you know, I applaud that because there there are times where there are times where we need that, right? But we the thing is Tim and I always want to do our best when we hop on the podcast is listen to that inner dialogue. You don't want the malaise. Like, sometimes it could be an extreme juxtaposition between what is happy that's invading my my emotional and personal space, even my house, and what's actually happening on the inside of my being. My mom died on the day that I, I was born, which is right next to the holiday, like Christmas. And, uh, that feeling isn't i can't ignore that like it is for you to to really sit with that and not say okay it's a holiday let me just be festive and act like that didn't happen that's not a healthy conversation that you're having with yourself so i get the external forces of what holidays should be right but i think like you were talking about, we talk about living from the inside out. It's never to. I think there needs to be a there should be a balance, and we shouldn't ignore these real life feelings that surround the holiday. Um, I have real life feelings that surround the holiday too. As you guys know, if you're new to this podcast or um, some of our day oneers, you know that um, I'm I'm a i'm jason hall and i was married for 15 years and i'm no longer married I'm for 15 years and got um separated and divorced in 2017 and so i'm single i have two beautiful kids and it's, and it this time can be challenging for me because i also don't have my my parents my parents are both deceased. And the arrangement that I have with um, my former spouse, with the kids, she has them during this time. So a, there, this time is a time that I don't... It's a, and I live in a place that is not the place that I actually grew up with, that I have to have families that are, you know, in... in the, I'm not. This is not Detroit. This is not a familial town, if you will. There, I'm a transplant here in a certain lot. In a lot of ways I've been here for a minute But still it's not my home home So I'm kind of Disconnected Physically in a way From family And As I Think about The People That are not Necessarily With me Like touching Like that's a That's a real life Thought To know that I'm not Surrounded Physically by family And that could be A sobering Feeling Right? Um, I don't want, my point is, I don't want the holidays to hide or disguise the feelings, the real life feelings that I have. I think we should embrace festivity and during this holiday season, um, realize the reason for the season, uh, Jesus' birth and, and the, being in the world and coming to, to, to create life for us. Um, and there's also things that go along with this life that hasn't been so great that I live in the present Um, so uh, having a healthy balance acknowledging that happiness doesn't just come from without it can come and can help to facilitate that but knowing that you want to have I want to have this centeredness that comes from the inside that has a balance to know that my true health, healthiness on the inside, will always spawn a sense of well-being and happiness that is more rooted in what's fundamentally good and healthy. Um, so I vibe with holiday season and the festivities thereof because it helps to create this feel, right? And I like that nostalgic feel. There's a there's a ever-present reality. That life isn't all isn't all rosy, um, but I and I be, but I can deal with that. I can deal with that from a healthy perspective, and it helps me to kind of look at the holidays. That okay, um, my life and where I am is great. It's not. Is it ideal? Some people can say yes. Some people can say no. It's what do I say? It's my right now. Am I right now? I'm okay doing well that's that's, that's deep, good deep <laughs> that's,
0: that's good man that's good we again we all have these perspectives and it's important to it's important to dig in to figure out where you are with the holidays but not only where you are with them in terms of how you feel about them and how you relate to them, but more importantly, why you relate to them the way that you do. And for me, being like Jason, I was married, I was married for 19 years and I've been divorced for seven going on eight years since 2016. I think Jason, my divorce was final about a year, just about a year before yours. And for me, it hasn't been until I've been away and out of that relationship that I realized that many of my attitudes toward Christmas were problematic because They were the result of me seeing myself as a failure because I couldn't live up to the societal expectations and the cultural Mm -hmm. expectations of the day. There Mm -hmm. would be no lavish Christmas trips. There would be no Lexus in the driveway with a giant red ribbon around it. I, the materialism of the holiday season had an adverse effect on how I saw myself. So my communication with myself was a destructive communication in which I characterized and understood myself as a failure, not just because I didn't have things, materially but also the way that the culture the christmas culture materializes family family Mm -hmm. becomes sort of like that lexus in the driveway with a red bow on it family Mm -hmm. becomes object and i didn't have children and if it was christmas and my wife and I weren't going to a big gathering or Christmas dinner with someone, then it was reflection on how much, not only of a failure I was in terms of material possessions but because we had no family of our own because we never had children. It was, that somehow became my fault too. And I talked myself into that, right? And that led me to really kind of turn my nose up at the holidays, man. To, To look at the holidays and say, yuck, this is not good. But since I've been out of that relationship over the past seven plus years, what I've now come to see is that my true disposition to a Christmas is actually a joyous one. Now I see it as a time to slow down, to begin to reflect on the previous year and to develop my own traditions. I put up a Christmas tree this year. My tree has been up since the day after Thanksgiving and it's gonna stay up until the day after New Year's and I'm gonna take it down and I'm learning that the Christmas season and movement into the new year, it doesn't have to be a time of sadness and despondency. No, I can't change the date that my mother died, and that will always bring me a modicum of sadness. But that no longer defines sadness and anxiety that I used to feel and that a lot of our listeners feel. Some of you who are listening out there have children, And you feel bad that you can't do more for your children this Christmas because of societal and cultural expectations. Because of the communication of the culture to us, it leads us to communicate with ourselves and sever a healthy connection with ourselves, which then affects community with others. Your children might look at you and say, mommy, daddy, don't be sad. Don't be sad or your children might look at you and say, well, you know, at school, so-and-so got this for Christmas or so-and-so got that for Christmas and, and it makes you feel bad. So we have to watch the not only where we are but why we are the way we are toward the holidays. Cause I think once we get to that part and we can start to recognize the how, how we got there we can maybe begin to make some reforms that will help us be healthier in our relationship to
1: the holidays. Jay, what do you
0: think? I want to ask
1: you this question. Um, Just for clarification, you said, while being married, you were thinking like this. And then you said, wow, since I've been married, just paraphrase, you were just like, I no longer think like that. And I I guess my question is,
0: since I've been divorced,
1: since, yeah since yeah since you've been divorced you you come to a new new life it's are you you're not saying because this happened this happened is because meaning that because i'm no longer married now i see a different well, life i don't think you're saying that's not what you're saying um right
0: no i'm not no i don't no i'm not saying that Divorce helped me see things better. It's not, (laughs) there's no victory in the divorce. The victory is in being out of the relationship such that I'm able to now see things clearly. That is the result of the divorce, but the divorce itself is not a victory,
1: right? Is that, is that the
0: distinction you were getting after, Jason?
1: Right. It was, It was. I mean, the divorce happened and then work happened after that, right? Like, that, you were very you know, That's right. That's
0: start right.
1: having this, this dialogue with yourself that was more healthy. Yep. Exactly. I just think you said something when you were just like, when you said, when you said culture... Or just like the seasonal aspect would make and cause you to feel a certain way and how many people feel like that i remember last you guys know that i'm an entrepreneur The last year i wanted to do for my kids way more than i did if i'm honest i just, when went came to when it came to spending it wasn't it wasn't from the world standpoint and the culture standpoint i was i was missing i was Feeling like I was woefully missing the mark, right? Woefully. And because, you know, in the growth, the early stages of being an entrepreneur, stuff is not flowing. Um, And last year was challenging for me in that thought and mindset. My kids were gracious, they were just like, that, it's okay. And like, you know, one gift with suffice or whatever or nothing. You know, I could just see Layla's face as I'm saying that. And it's just like, you know what, this is this is what what this, this season is about. Like loving and accepting our loved ones for whatever they have in, in whatever moment they of their life. That's what it's about. But you're right, the, the there is an there is a an impetus, if you will, that When you think about this season, we're supposed to meet this, this, this mark of what, what we are, what we should have and what we should be giving. And at the end of the year, when we come to a point, we, we're not, the family doesn't look like it's supposed to look like, the bank account doesn't look like what it's supposed to look like in order to give, right? And, um... We have these backdoor things that are, that are, you know, bothering us. Like It, it, it cannot feel really great. Uh, it cannot feel really great. But I think the perspective, you, you opened up this conversation with perspective. And our lived expe- perspective really helps to color and paint how we feel and what we think and what we focus on and what inspires us. And I, I definitely believe that as we grow, as we walk in this journey to, to have the understanding that we have more agency, control, you know, than we, than we give ourselves credit for. And as much as Christmas has its place in our culture, like it should never usurp, we should do our best to allow it to never usurp um, the things that really matter of uh, life, relationships, communication, um, the, the ability to share the gift of ourselves, right? Those are things that are, for me, transcending, transformational when it comes to being in this season and fully embracing it. At the same time, Not fully embracing it to lose myself, but fully embracing it and also understanding who I am and not losing myself. Yes, yes. Well, we're going to continue this
0: conversation. Excellent points, Jason. We're going to continue this conversation on the other side of this announcement about advertising here at the Motown Philly podcast. We want you to know that as entrepreneurs out there who are looking to expand your reach and expand your market share you need to get the word out about your products your services and all the good things you provide so in order to do that we are thinking that you should grow with us here at the Motown Philly podcast because We are growing. We do have listening audiences coast to coast in New York, Los Angeles, and several points in between. We have a listenership in the UK and Africa, and we even have a listenership, I think, Jason, in a couple places in South America and even in Australia. So we're getting around, and we want you to get around with us. We want you to grow with us as we grow we know we're all about a growth mindset here at the Motown Philly podcast. And if if you're part of our Motown Philly family and you're looking to always improve, then come on board with us. Please send us an email at Motown Philly Community at gmail.com that's motown philly community at gmail.com motown philly community is all one word again it's motown philly community at gmail.com send us a note and we will be happy to get in touch with you and send you a price list of we have of our three different packages a starter package a uh, premium package and an elite package that will serve your marketing and your advertising needs again if you want to grow with the motown philly podcast then bring your advertising here and we look forward to helping you grow and prosper especially as we get into 2024 you're looking for new ways to expand new ways to grow please expand and grow with motown philly again send us an email at motown philly community at gmail.com and we will get you everything you need to get started with us all right jay listen man we are having this wonderful conversation sitting down i just picked up a gingerbread man and I just, I just bit into a gingerbread man and took a sip of some hot cocoa with a of whipped cream on top, man. It's good, man. we sitting here by the fire in your living room, man. And we're just having a good holiday conversation. Uh, Jason, I, I love the things you were saying beforehand because before we did uh, our advertisement because, you know, it's so important to understand that everybody is not at the same place around the holiday season. And we say that with compassion for everyone who does struggle, for everyone who, who might feel less than because of the immense cultural expectations. You know, it used to be in order to see ads, it used to be you didn't see ads if you wasn't watching TV. But now you what we walk around with these things, and we call them phones, but they really computers. You walk around with a computer, in fact, I suspect many of us use our phones to do everything but talk.
1: We use I think the- the, I mean it's funny I think the phone is is the most secondary thing, if you will. When it comes to using it, like we call it a phone, but it's not its primary function. Crazy, it?
0: it's wild, right? Exactly. We
1: get so
0: you know we carry this thing around, so we're bombarded with ads all the time. And I, I just, with those ads, come all those ads are commute. That's Christmas communicating to us, right? Mm-hmm. When Christmas communicates to us which we really, in this day and age, because of the technology and what we're talking about with phones, we really can't avoid. I mean, you can decline to see certain ads and that sort of thing, but they're still gonna keep coming. When Christmas communicates to you and when the holidays communicate to you, the question is, what do you communicate to yourself? That's a
1: bar, chick. That's a bar right there, bro.
0: Do you roll your eyes and say, oh, gosh, this again, or, oh, man, I can't get the kids this, or oh, man, my husband wants this, and I can't get it for him. We can't afford it, or my wife wants this, and I can't get it for him. Mm-hmm. We can't afford it, and then you start to feel bad. Or do you see those things, or when Christmas communicates to you, do you say, Hey, man, it's been a good year. It's been good to be able to slow down. And folk going to be going to the store and buying what they buy. But I'm just content with what I have. And I have, I got my five senses. I'm in my right mind. You know, those are the things. And it sounds cliche, but those things are real. If you woke up tomorrow and you was blind, you have a problem.
1: Right? Right. I think it's just. I think it's to make the best. It's to make the best of everything that you have. Like you it have is. resources, you have your love, you have you have every like. It's as opposed to like getting all like anxious about what you gotta do or what you don't have. It's like you said. It's just like i'm going to make the best out of this year out of this season out of this time do what i can to, to inspire to to touch to call, to live to to enjoy whatever what what i have mm-hmm. to share share with others too
0: yeah yeah and and so you know make sure that chris that the christmas cultures communications to you try to resist that impulse in yourself to be to get down on yourself. And and instead, when Christmas communicates to you, you start to see it for me. I've started to see a lot of it as just background noise. Because in the foreground is all the stuff you were just talking about, Jason. All the resources we have, everything, every good, excuse me, every good thing that's happening to us and and for us is the kind of thing that should be in the foreground. And Jason, here's what it all comes back down to, I think. And I want to hear your thoughts on this. If you spend so much time being grateful for the things that you do have, I suspect you're going to start to forget all the stuff that you don't. And gratitude will never make your life perfect, but it can help you start to live life from the inside out. Instead of being, instead of waiting or expecting, and then what happens, Jason, is we fall into a sense of entitlement because we start to think. That good things have to happen for me, or that the the world owes me something. The world don't owe you a thing. You owe yourself. So Jay, talk talk about that, man. What what do we do? I mean, I mean, we talking about gratitude. We always say here the gratitude game. Stay tight. Talk about gratitude and 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 this sort of inside out living that we're, we're trying to
1: get at here. I love the idea what you spoke about what, about the holidays communicating to us. And it's crazy. Like you said, it, it was so much. Like we had, the advertisement used to be television and radio, billboards newspapers, things that have to really kind of come to you or you have to do something. Now you open your phone, bam, and everything else, bam, the advertisements there, and so culture communicates to us really loud during this time of year. I mean, just probably louder than any other time. And let's be honest, a lot of it is commercialized. And I think what you brought out, Tim, what do what do we communicate back? And as Tim and I often say on our podcast. We don't necessarily start communicating back although we do it's like whether it's conscious or unconsciously we don't communicate well how do what do we communicate back what do we communicate back all depends on what communicate what that communication is on the inside right because we're going to have to communicate back on some level consciously or unconscious how well that communication comes back out is totally based on that communication that comes within. So when we get to culture telling us to do and telling us to be and telling us to feel a certain way we have to know what that how that jives with us on the inside and is that the, is the communication that of like you said to him like do I have what I need to meet the societal or, or cultural um, benchmark of the things that I have to provide or should provide or be for, for who I am in my family or in my, in my relationships that I have around me. Or, or do I have a sense of gratitude to say that culture's not going to dictate to me I'm going to dictate to it um, within reason. I'm not saying that we should be like, all right, totally ignore. You can't totally ignore communication from the outside because you kind of seem, you'll, you'll seem a certain way. And sometimes people don't, they'll shrug their shoulders and say, I don't care what people think about me. But we're in this culture, we do, we do this, like, you didn't put up a, you didn't put up a tombstone in your in your in your house this this like like we get culture we take in culture we're here so we experience it too but the point is like i'm not going to allow the culture to dictate to me so much to where it it causes me to feel bad and i'm not really sure why i feel like i'm just you know people can be haters we could be haters on the culture on christmas we could just and the point is like where is that coming from and it's our job to start having that open dialogue and communicating with ourselves why am I hating like you mentioned um that you despise Christmas for these certain reasons but you did some work to figure out yo it's not like these reasons I'm going to get to the bottom of because I'm not trying to be a hater I'm no one being a hater doesn't really work doesn't really jive with communication connection and community right so when you start understanding the dialogue that we're having with ourselves negative and/ or positive and start communicating that back to the culture especially in this time we get we get to have a perspective that's not dictated by the culture like a healthy perspective. I don't have everything to give my kids but I got something or I get or I have me, Which is like, let's get down to the basic bottom line nitty gritty of it. Like, when you walk with gratitude, you have a sense and a perspective that is, that comes comes from a more healthy place to know that you have everything you need inside of you. Like, you have everything you need. Like, you don't have to wake up and say, I don't have enough or I'm not enough. You get to say... I have everything I need with me, on me, in me. I have everything I need. And when you're and and when you're grateful for what you have, you shine different. You shine
0: right. different. You do, Jason. You do. And I like what you said because we can't stop the culture. Right? Mm-hmm. The culture's gonna be there. The Lexus commercials with the The big red ribbon, they're not going nowhere. They're going to market. They're going to sell. Uh, And the culture is always going to uh, be present with us. We just have to make sure that we are not present with the culture in place of being present with ourselves and each other. We can let cultural expectations of bitterness and disappointment. We can't allow that. I was, frankly, when I was married, you know, a little bit bitter around the holidays, man. Like, man, I'm tired of this old, you know, it's bovine excrement. I'm tired of this. You know, and you go on and on. But that's that is self-destructive, right? Because that's energy. Oh man. I can get it. Boy, I think we could be on here for a long time. But we we ain't gonna we ain't gonna wear out our welcome. I'm I'm finna take me some cookies and put them in my pocket and ask you for a thermos with some hot chocolate. Because the weather outside is frightful.
1: But the listen, frat, that that, that po- like- listen that podcast on energy chick that's coming. That it's coming.
0: It's coming. It's coming. Stay tuned in twenty in twenty four, babe. We giving you more in twenty four. Here's mm-hmm. the Motown Philly podcast. But listen, the energy that you give, whether it is it is negative in terms of bitterness and resentment, or joyful in terms of gratitude is consequential it is consequential and if if you want to engage in a project of self alienation that's heavy right there to alienate yourself from yourself to be so removed because I I had become so removed from who I was that I didn't see that I was not living in the spirit of my own soul right mm-hmm. i'm not a bitter person but i made myself bitter right and we don't we want to prevent that so uh let's let's move from from bitterness to joy and you know jason as we as we prepare to land this plane let's just let's just move through this christmas season in a way that we don't allow the cultural expectations of Christmas to alienate us from ourselves and each other. Because here's the thing, we were meant to be together, right? Mm -hmm. There's a song uh, years ago, season two of the Cosby Show, Felicia Rashad sang a song with Joe uh, Joe Williams, blues singer. And the words were, We belong together.
1: We We belong
0: together. Just you, just me, the world to see. We belong together. And that is yourself talking to you. That's your family talking to you. That's your friends. That's your spouse. We belong together. Don't let the communications of the Christmas culture eat you apart. Come together and be together in an energy of joy and peace and gratitude and I think all of a sudden the holidays have become a lot more bearable.
1: That's you forgot one. That's Motown Philly talking to you. Like we belong together. That's that's, that's, that's-, right.
0: that's right. That's right. That's right. That's right. So Jay, listen, man, and listen. I just want to say this: we we're not trying to oversimplify anything. We know people got problems. We know situations are difficult we we want to express our compassion to those who, who are have do have difficulties during this time of year and again we don't have all the answers uh part of being able to experience some of this joy around the holiday season is the realization that you that your life will never be perfect it will never be everything you want it to be my life's not perfect I'm sure Jason could tell you a lot of things he wishes were better with his, but we're both here, we're both experiencing joy, and we're both determined to try to be healthy and bring good energy this holiday season. We love
1: y'all. Yeah, we do. We love you guys. We appreciate you guys.
0: All right, y'all, listen. I believe we're coming to an end of this episode a quick episode here as we go into the christmas season we'll be back next week to talk about 2023 and 2024 about what we're going to do in 20 we finna give you mo in 24 babe. show mm-hmm. up.
1: but show jay where can they find you boss listen guys you can find me on instagram that's where i hang out the most at the speakers mechanic That's on Instagram at the speakers mechanic. And you can also find me on LinkedIn for professional assistance. Uh, Jason Hall, communication skills coach. Uh, This is a space where I do consulting and help people with their communication challenges that they're having, whether it's public speaking, with fear speaking, uh, whether it's just doing better with communicating relationally with those. Professionally, uh, from an entrepreneurial perspective, um, or from an employ- employment or employee p- perspective. So uh, look for me, those places LinkedIn, Jason Hall, or Speakers Mechanic uh, on Instagram. The Speakers Mechanic. Tim, where can we find me, my guy?
0: You can find me on Instagram at A Good Golden Man. You can find me on X, formerly known as Twitter, at DrTJGoldenESQ. And last but not least, you can find me on Facebook at Tim Golden, three things in life are certain, death taxes, and I'm the only black man in Walla Walla named Tim Golden, I guarantee it. Walla Walla, Washington, wine country. I lived in Memphis, which was barbecue country and I don't eat pork. And now I live in Walla Walla, which is wine country, and I don't drink. <laughs> when am I going to live in a place known for something that I can indulge? Maybe one of these days, baby. But until then, Jason Hall and I, the Motown Phil, Hey, y'all, thank you for the hot chocolate. Thank you for the Christmas cookies. I got a couple of gingerbread, men in my pocket wrapped in a napkin. You know, you can't take black people nowhere and took some cookies back to the crib with me, but seriously, folks, we love y'all. Merry Christmas and Happy New Year to you! And we'll be back next week for some with some reflections on twenty three and some projection on twenty four. Jay, love you, boss. Merry Christmas and Happy New Year, man. Night, Christmas. Jake, love you. Happy New Year. Indeed, indeed. Until next week, we are out of here like Vladimir. Peace.